With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? This is Seth Green, and you are listening to Somewhere in Vegas with Mark, and I am so hot, I would desperately like a glass of water. Please, please, give me some water. This is Cindy Preston, and I'm with Mark on Somewhere in Vegas. Hi, this is Melissa Peterman from CMT's The Singing Bee and the television show Reba, and I have to tell you, I just have to get it off my chest, I love Somewhere in Vegas with Mark. Hi there. This is Faith Roscoe from General Hospital. You're listening to Mark on Somewhere in Vegas. And you better watch out. We know how to find you if you're not listening. Hi, this is Shannon Egan from Whippet. And I love Somewhere in Vegas with Mark. Hey, this is Lee Allen Baker with Somewhere in Vegas. Talking with Mark with a Q. This is Courtney Cronin. You're listening to Somewhere in Vegas with your host, Mark. And I would make sure to listen every week because he's a sure bet. Hey, this is the Money Man. Eddie Money, I've got two tickets to Paradise in this. You know what? It's somewhere in Vegas. And what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Hi, this is Crystal Kale, and I love Somewhere in Vegas with Mark. Hi, this is Terry Nunn from Berlin, and you're listening to Mark Somewhere in Vegas. Hi, this is Miracle Lori from Joss Whedon's Dollhouse. There are three flowers in a vase, and I'm listening to Somewhere in Vegas with Mark. Hi, this is Erin Hill, and you are listening to Mark on Blog Talk Radio and Somewhere in Vegas. Mark is a great guy. Hi, this is Sean Pulaski. I'm still trying to figure out Mark Pico's sexuality, but I know you're listening to Somewhere Live in Vegas. Here you go, Mark. I, I'm sorry. I thought you were here. She, I'm sorry. Get out of the tent. Let's get out of here. Hey, this is Lance and Anna from Free Radio and... Anna? And you're listening to Somewhere in Vegas. Yes. My favorite. favorite. My fa- you know, that's, that's usually what happens with me. I go to Vegas and I get lost, and so I end up somewhere in Vegas. Somewhere in Vegas. But right. I just don't know where it is. Not quite sure. Yeah, word. Get ready. It's going to be hot. It's in Vegas. Check out Mark. Be there or be square. Well, everybody, to Wombat Spell. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in Vegas here on blogtalkradio.com. I'm Mark with a Q. I'm your host today. Sorry, I got a little bit confuddled there. Um, I'm very privileged to have a very funny comedian that's going to be over at the Brad Garrett Comedy Club coming up this week. Um, you guys can check him out over there as well. He's a very talented individual that happens to be uh, uh, one of T- Rolling Stone's uh, comics to watch. So let's get him on the line real quick here. Ryan Hamilton, are you there with us? Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. How's it, how's it been in Vegas? Oh, it's been great. Yeah, it's been fantastic. I've really enjoyed it. I, you know, I just got here yesterday, so 
I can't say too much. <laughs> well, I mean, is this, is, this, is this your first time uh, performing here, or have you performed here before? No, I've been to Vegas uh, several times. I've done some comedy festivals here, and uh, I've done some other work here. But, you know, I always have a good time. That's what you're supposed to do in Vegas, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> um, and um, what do you think about the venue? Is this the first time you've been uh, over at the new Brad Garrett Comedy Club over at the MGM? Yeah, this is my first time at the club, and it's beautiful. It's it's such a great venue, really cool. It's you know, it's obvious that whoever set it up and designed this club um, did their homework on what it takes to make a good comedy club, and I'm sure Brad, you know, uh, had a lot to do with that. How did how did you get started in comedy? Uh, well, you know, I uh, just started doing open mics. I don't know how. Uh, how else to do it? That's how I did it. I um, I started a little bit later. I was out of college, and I was working, and I just started doing it for fun. I never really anticipated it becoming a career, but I uh, I loved it. And then I started getting offered little work here and there, and then I lost my job. I got laid off, and I was looking for another job. And then uh, kind of in that interim, I had a, a ballet parking job, and I was taking any comedy gig that came up, and I paid my bills one month, and I thought, I'm going to try this, and I just jumped in from there, and uh, I'm doing it almost 10 years now. Now, you know, I'm from a, a small town in Idaho, and yeah. um, it's, a kind of, it's kind of a rare kind of a rare thing sometimes because I, I get a lot of comedians that are, are near big metropolitan areas or from big metropolitan areas that have the opportunities as well. And then you said that basically after 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 college you were more into uh, bigger uh, bigger venues. Like I think, if I remember correctly, uh, Salt Lake, right? That's where I started comedy. Yeah, correct. Yep. And um, I mean, well, first of all, it's a very interesting place to to start your comedy career. Um, and those guys there must be some tough audiences over there. Actually, they're great. Um, they're really great. They're very kind audiences and really generous. And um, it's a good place to start. Actually, it was a really small scene uh, when I was starting, especially. And um, but there's some great clubs there, and there was good stage time available to me when I started. So. It was a great place to be for me when I started. I spent a year um, in Seattle as well around that time. After I first went full-time, I moved to Seattle just because I wanted to get on stage every night, and I couldn't do that in Salt Lake. So I, I went to uh, Seattle, and at that time, that was that was great. And it is still a great, uh, uh, it's a great city for comedy. And then I came back to Salt Lake, and I was on the road for uh, several years doing that, and I'm in New York now. I'm in New York City. Yeah, that must have been that must have been quite a change. I mean, um, you know, being from from the from the north western part of the part of the uh, United States and going to New York, and I mean, New York tends to be one of those places where, you know, you, if you win them there, you're pretty much going to win them anywhere, pretty much, because uh, there's some tough audiences up in New York. Yeah, I mean, it's it's um, I love it. It pushes you, you know. And one of the things that's great about New York is that you're around uh, these amazing comedians all the time and you're following great comedians and uh you're just around them and the, and so you get pushed uh whether you not want to or not uh you have to step up your game just because uh you know you're working with all these great comedians 
I love that about New York, and I, and I love New York, yeah. But I'm originally from Idaho. I'm from a very small town in Idaho. That's where I grew up. Uh, that's where my family still lives, a town of about 1,000 people in southeastern Idaho. And so, yeah, New York's a big change for me. <laughs> I, now, uh, now, are you... Now are you Panhandle or are you other? Are you more towards the southern portion? Yeah, of yeah, like we're in the southern, uh, southeastern part of the state. So kind of right in the corner of uh, Wyoming and Montana and Idaho, near Yellowstone Park area. Ah, yeah, it's beautiful there. Yeah, it is. I'm 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 originally from Montana, so um, oh, okay. so I'm very familiar with with the area. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I mean, and I'm very used to, you know, very familiar with a the the uh the life out there. And right now, I mean, right up in Montana, there's a there's a budding comedy scene, uh, especially around the Billings area. Um, I've heard of that to, and I've seen some shows going on and I know a few a couple of comics from Montana who are great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a budding scene up there, so mm-hmm. uh definitely, you know, definitely well worth it. Um, now, you know, being from Salt Lake, I mean, were there any, any comedians that you were, um, that you were starting out with, uh, in the scene over there, um, that are starting to, to make an impact now or are, are going to pretty soon? Um, yeah, there's always some comics, uh, coming up there. Um, I am a little bit out of touch with the scene now, to tell you the truth. I've been uh, in New York for five years. So I go back and I see the guys there. But, you know, I have some friends that I still work with there uh, quite a bit, and they'll come and open for me when I have events in the area. Or, you know, I try and um, get them out on the road uh, with me when I can. And, uh, yeah, but there's a lot of comedians doing great things there. It's, um, you know... It's a, it's a growing scene there. Have you learned Have you learned a lot moving to New York and with a lot of the, the experienced comedians out there? Yeah, I mean, uh, I've grown a lot in New York as a comedian and just a person. You know, it's, there's so much uh, around you. Always uh, something to be, you know, inspired by or something interesting happening, and then um, just the uh, the comedians come from all over, so there's comedians all over and all different types of comedians, and so you get exposed to a lot of different comedians and what people are doing and uh, kind of see where you fit in there. Um, so, yeah, I've grown a lot. I mean, when I first moved there, it was very difficult. When you move to New York as a comedian, it's like starting over as comedy, no matter what you've done. I had some TV credits. I had uh, I was working full-time as a comedian, headlining and I moved to New York, and it was like, what have you done here in New York? Let's see what you do here in New York. So um, I kind of liked that, actually. It took me a while to kind of feel like, oh, I'm I'm fit into this New York comedy scene. A matter of years, really. It takes time to... to uh, but um, it's been great. Um, why the decision to go to New York versus L.A.? <laughs> well, I don't know. I ask myself that a lot because I actually had more contacts in L.A. and I had more things going on in L.A. at the time I decided to move. But I did a Comedy Central taping a year before I moved to New York, and I'd never even set foot in, in New York before Before that. So I went, I was there for a couple of nights, and I did this taping. And I loved New York, and uh, or my short experience there. And I thought, um, I just want to see if I can do it. And I want to have a New York experience in my life. And 
at the time I thought I need to go to New York or LA and I thought I can you know I can always go to LA it's closer to home um LA is kind of a place you go when you get a job not necessarily but you know as a comedian you're always looking for well I'll go to LA when I get a job when I have a reason I'd like to go to L.A. But I could have gone to L.A. too. I'm sure it would have helped me grow a lot. But I just wanted to have a New York experience in my life and uh, wanted to see the challenge was uh, intriguing to me. So I just went to New York. And it wasn't a big deal. Like when you're a comedian and when you're working full-time on the road, it's, it's like as long as I'm close to an airport, my life isn't going to change all that much, you know. So I could pick up and move to New York and see what I thought. So I, you know, I thought I'll give this a try for six months, see how I feel about it. And I like. Yeah, it. I'm, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's an interesting, it's an interesting decision because a lot of comedians decide to go to LA because there are a little bit more opportunities besides comedy to to go out uh, go out to as well. And um, and I think there are a lot more clubs out in LA than there are versus New York. Um, being so condensed, there's only so many spots you can probably play. You can play a lot of uh, places like Boston and all that as well. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of an interesting, kind of interesting kind of thing. And it's a little bit more, I want to say grinding, but it's a little bit more, a little bit harder for for you to get make it New York. Like I said, um, like I said if you make it there, then you're going to be able to make it in L.A. or Vegas or, or you know any other scene. Um, as well, so it's kind of a um, one of those things where you know you go through a kind of a gauntlet there, I guess. Yeah, I mean uh, they're both difficult, I'm sure. If you if I was to pick up and move to LA, it wouldn't have been easy. Uh, but um, yeah, they're very different. And actually, in terms of you know just stand up work, if you really want to focus on stand up, New York is probably um, has more opportunities to at least work on stand up. There's more there are more clubs and more opportunities to get on stage in general than LA. But um you know if you want to audition and uh you want to pitch a script, you want to work on a show, a pilot, then you know probably LA is where you need to go. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm just enjoying yeah. life where I am and uh and maybe someday I'll get to LA. Yeah. Now, um, now, what's um, well in, in in the experience? I think if you make it in New York, then that it says a lot about the, being coming coming to LA because it seems like um, a lot of New York comics um, get to a point where they have to go to LA basically, and they go to LA, and you know there is you know I guess street cred when they go in there and say, oh yeah, I've I've done Caroline's in New York, and you know that says a lot. Um, so um, so yeah. Um, who are some of your influences coming into comedy? Some of my influences? Is that what you asked? Yeah. Um, you know, I grew up watching Letterman and uh, loving Letterman. And when I was very, you know, young, I uh, loved watching Carson. I always watched the late night stuff. And I always watched um, the stand-up on TV. Whenever it was on TV, even as a young kid, I would make my family watch the stand-up. I watched uh, A&E's Evening at the Improv when I was you know, real young, and um, I just was fascinated by stand-up. And, um, you know, and as I started doing, actually doing comedy, um, I really got into uh, Steve Martin and uh, his his albums. I think at uh, from early on in my stand-up career, I found real... Uh, 
inspiring. And uh, Bill Cosby, I saw Bill Cosby live early on when I started comedy, and it blew me away. Um, some of the contemporary guys, uh, Brian Regan, I think, is, is great, Jim Gaffigan. And then, uh, you know, in New York, I'm seeing some comics uh, nightly in the clubs that just, you know, uh, really push me. I see Chris Rock a lot lately and um, just some of the comedians that are around working in New York right now are, are really uh, inspiring and, you know, inspirational, <laughs> if you want to call it that to me. Louis C.K. is out there a lot. So uh, there's a lot of different... Uh, I guess I have a lot of different influences. Now, yeah, now, um, well, what makes it interesting that you're in New York, obviously Letterman's also in New York as well. I mean, what would it mean to you to get that call one day to to, to be on Letterman, to to be able to do your set on Letterman? Oh, it would be amazing. I mean, for me personally, it would be, uh, it would be, uh, it'd be a dream, you know. I would love to do Letterman. So uh, I'm hoping that I get to do it at some point. Yeah, it would be uh for me, just just a dream. Yeah, I'd love to. Now, um, you know, a question I like to ask a lot of the comedians that come on the show: um, Have you ever bombed, and have you learned from that experience? Um, fortunately, I've never bombed. So, uh, <laughs> if you believe that, then you cannot believe that I'm a comedian because everybody must bomb. I I think, and I think if you're not bombing every once in a while, uh, you're not doing comedy correctly maybe i mean you get to a point i guess where maybe it just is very rare and uh i don't really bomb bomb you know but uh i've uh yeah i've had some rough i've had some rough sets i tend to block them out so they're not easy to recall but uh yeah sure i've had some rough sets um Yeah, every once in a while you get in a situation where, you know, maybe it's not set up perfect for comedy and uh, the audience may not be familiar with you and you don't connect in the beginning. Maybe you get a bad introduction, something happens, it's distracting people, and then it's just, (laughs) there you go, now you're bombing, you know, and and, uh, working to get yourself out of the hole. But that's okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it takes all types of experiences, and, and you learn from everything, really. So. Well, the first time when you when you when you stepped in front of you know did your stand up in front of a camera, I mean, um, what was 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 that was it was it something that um, you were really nervous about, and was it something that um, that you know as it coming easier as as you uh, go on in your career. Yeah, I mean, the first time I did national TV, I was uh, nervous, yeah, yeah, and uh, I still get nervous, and I think it's good to have a little nervous energy, you know, I think if you're not nervous at all, it's a little unnatural, I mean, you get less and less, I I imagine that you get more um, comfortable with it, just like, just like stand-up, you know, the first time you do stand-up, it might be a very nervous experience, but as I did it more and more, it became uh, more and more comfortable. And I think there's these different types of sets that you do in comedy. And when you're doing TV, the more you do it, the more comfortable you get with it and the more uh, 
comfortable you are just stepping in front of a camera. Uh, I'm not there completely where I'm as comfortable just getting on stage as I am, you know, doing uh, television. But I'm becoming more comfortable with it the more uh, experiences that I have with it. So, um, yeah, I get nervous doing that still, sure. But Yeah, uh, I mean, there's... There's always, always, always the situation where, a, if you do like a show like Letterman or whatever, um, you have to adjust your set on the fly, and that does get, you know, you know, it's something that that, uh, you know, comedians, seasoned comedians, have to start learning and all that as well, because you know, if you get a big huge laugh break, then you have to adjust your set because you don't have so much, so much time on there as well. And then when it comes to the specials, you have, you know, you have your a, a set, b set, c set and where you want to put everything and all that as well. So, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where you kind of get to that next level where you have to learn a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, you got to, uh, everything's, it's a different animal, you know. It's not the same uh, doing a club set as it is uh, doing a late night set. Putting that four and a half minutes together and uh, hitting all the points and, you know, preparing it takes time and it's it's a different it's a different uh you gotta introduce yourself quickly, get to a laugh, and then, you know, cover a few topics and get out with a, a, a strong close. And in a club you have time, you know. You can you can go off and and almost lose the audience and come back and you don't have that luxury on T V and it's also very fine tuned so you can't stray too much. So yeah, it's 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 different it's a different animal. It's a different skill. It is, and um, I mean, a lot of a lot of stuff. You know, a lot of stuff comes with the territory and your experience when it comes to a comedian. Um, you know how the how to organize the set and all that as well is is something very very important as well. Um, are you looking at old material? Um, you know that you may have written a couple years ago and maybe incorporating that into a lot of your stuff or. Um, do you feel that um you know looking at the old stuff is really not worth it? No, I think uh yeah, it's you 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 constantly are changing and growing and and you know kind of uh experimenting with your voice and how you perform. And so sometimes uh you well at least I can't speak for all comedians obviously, but for me sometimes I'll have written something years ago that didn't seem to fit for me at the time or didn't fit in my act well and if I go back and look at those things I go oh now that seems to work or it seems to fit in this spot and I can um, you know use it now it's like the raw uh, the raw uh, premise and the raw thought now works better for me than it did at that time so yeah it's it's valuable Um, you know that's why you gotta always write and you never know what what will work and you know when maybe years from now the stuff I'm writing right now I'll come back to and say oh that 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 works now but in general you know in general I I'm just writing for now but yeah I do go back and I and I do that now um now you're at you're at over at the um Brad Garrett coming up um this this week so definitely check him out there as well any other projects coming up for you at all Ryan um, well, I'm working on some late night sets and uh, just building the act and hoping uh, to release, uh, you know, uh, uh, one hour um, sometime in the next year or so. So I'm, I'm working on 
perfecting that set. <laughs> and uh yeah, but you know, look for some late night sets and um just keep doing stand up. Well, like I said, you guys can check him out over at the Brad Garrett Comedy Club, and you can also follow him on Twitter at Ryan Hamilton E um, on uh, on Twitter. So definitely check that out as well, and also on I believe you're also on Facebook, right, Ryan? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Ryan Hamilton is my Twitter. There's a lot of Ryan Hamiltons out there. It's hard to get uh, my name on anything, and yeah, my Facebook is linked from my website at RyanHamilton.tv. So definitely check them out over there at their website as well. And best of luck to you, Ryan. I I look forward. Um, look, for, it would be interesting to see if if in the next couple of years you don't you know, end up migrating over to LA. But um, <laughs> it's great to see that you're you're having so much success over in New York. So thank uh, you. I appreciate it. So so and having a have a enjoyable time here in Vegas while you're at it. Okay. Thank you very much. No problem, right. Ryan. Thanks okay. a lot for being on the show. All right. Thank you. Yep. Bye. Ryan Hamilton, everybody. I can say you can follow him on Twitter at Ryan Hamilton on there as well. So definitely check that out as well. Obviously, the holidays are approaching. I want to wish everybody a happy, happy, uh, happy uh, New Year and happy Christmas and happy Hanukkah. Um, obviously, next week uh, it's New Year's Eve and, and Christmas, so we won't have a show. Um, and the following week it'll be New Year's Eve and New Year's, so we're probably not going to have a show. So we're going to be off for two weeks. Um, and then coming up on Monday, um, I think it's the 8th, if I remember correctly. It's either the uh, 8th or the 7th. That first Monday of um, of the new year, I think we're going to be doing a live broadcast from the Burlesque Hall of Fame uh, coming up on that Monday. Um, we'll have more information over at VegasPodcasting.com. So definitely look out for that. We're going to be doing a show over at the uh, at the Burlesque Hall of Fame. Um, I wanted to, always wanted to do it. Um, we would do it with Sin City Sessions, but um, we haven't done shows on that, net, that that portion of it for quite a while. Um, so we're going to go ahead and do it over here somewhere in Vegas and uh, enjoy ourselves. Um, I really wanted to kind of promote something local um, and have the opportunity came up. So we're going to do that, I think, the first Monday. So definitely, like I said, go to VegasPodcasting.com, and you can check it out there. Um, we're going to have a show live from the Burlesque Hall of Fame, so it'll be pretty interesting to see. We'll talk to a couple of uh, people over there as well. Um, follow us on Twitter at SWIV, that's at SWIV, and also on Facebook somewhere in Vegas. So we'll, we'll see you guys in about three weeks. Um, like I said, have a Merry Christmas and uh, Happy New Year. We'll see you guys uh, coming up in 2013 uh, with a lot, lot of shows, a lot of exciting guests coming on in the next uh, couple months. Uh, of 2013, so definitely look out for that as well. Um, a lot of action going on here at Somewhere in Vegas, uh, cutting into 2013. So definitely check that out. Um, like I said, just follow us on Twitter and, and watch us on Facebook. So definitely check that out as well. Biggestpodcasting.com. You guys can check out when uh, we're going to be. So definitely check that out. We thank everybody for joining us. We're going to end a little bit early. We'll see you guys in 2013.